Welcome to The Solution, a real estate podcast where two youths. You say youths? Youths. You. You. Youths. You, 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 Joe Pesci term, was yes, it? Yes, it was. Okay. My cousin Vinny, actually. Oh, yes, okay. yes, yes. Right. We're two real estate agents, Jeff Seabach. You, Jeff Seabach. Oh, and you, Phil Sexton. We come together with a microphones between us to talk about, we run a real estate team out of Scottsdale, Arizona. We like to come onto this podcast and share what we're doing to put consumers first, what we're doing in our business, what we see topics out there nationally. And honestly, today's topic about transparency. Well, I would say it's it's probably season four about the industry, right? Like, it's like you know, I mean, I don't know when we made the change, but if not, it should be season four because we're making it to because. I just don't think that realtors understand the impacts of the industry. Like as we've been talking about Leopard and the National Association of Realtors, like I'm surprised at how um, how much we need to help them learn more about the industry. Well, true, and that's and why how we come it will impact them. Yeah, but that's why we come on here so people aren't in the dark with why things are happening, right? Because today Carlos brought it up. Well, transparency. It's difficult if you're in the dark. <laughs> what did Carlos say? He said it's important. This is an important topic because of what just happened with the lawsuit. He was said the, the Department of yeah, the, the Department, Department of Justice. Justice. The yeah. U.S. That's like the U.S. government, right? The it is the U.S. government. Okay, so the U.S. government suing the who did they sue? National Association of Realtors. NAR. Oh, that's right. NAR. We're members of NAR. We got you a member, you're a member of NAR, Carlos? Yeah. I mean, and the government's suing the people that we're a member of? What the heck? Well, the thing is, is you can't sell. It's hard to sell houses and not be a part of the association. I'm sure there's many. Because usually I hear when people aren't in the association, it's because they're not selling houses. Usually they're selling lots of houses. I, I thought yesterday we had a conversation with someone that indicated that there's people that like, but I didn't know that you could sell houses and be outside of NAR. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. Like, like the department of real estate here where you get your license, you can have a real estate license and you're good in the department's eyes at the government level to sell houses or to get referral checks. Both. Okay. But, you, but I mean, to me, did, did NAR not come out and say that the it's you are not getting out the word enough if it's not in MLS? Yeah, but so, that's to their members. You don't just because you have a license doesn't make you a member of NAR. You have a license with the state government. Most commercial and, real estate, most commercial real estate agents are not part of the National Association of Realtors. Correct, but yet they have a real estate license with the state. Exactly. Exactly. And so once you get your real estate license with the state, then you join your local board, which in our case, it's Phoenix or Scottsdale Association of Realtors. Then that gives you membership to the state realtor association, AAR, Arizona Association of Realtors, which also gives you association to NAR, the National Association of Realtors. So you can choose to be a realtor if you have your real estate license, but you and, don't have to be. And for those of you that may be listening for the first time, if you wonder if Phil's accurate, he actually MCs the Arizona Association of Realtors. So we're going to trust his the convention. Oh, I've done a couple of things. Yes, yes. The inauguration of new presidents that move in. Yes. Um, I'm on the professional standards committee at AAR, but that NAR. And he loves it. I enjoy the 
I, you know, service I can, that you I get came to provide. From a line of, of volunteers. I know, right? And I do and enjoy it. And, and it runs back. deep. It runs deep. It, it runs, runs deep. deep. Meeting I his stand. dad did it, and like his all dad. his friends <laughs> did it, and and he just loves serving the public. All right. So back to your back to your statement though. NAR said to their members that they all need to be have all of their listings in the MLS. But that's that doesn't mean that real estate licensees okay. need to have. I was just licenses. pointing it out. All yes, right, yes, yes. All right, but that's a little back background in licenses and licenses. But let's move forward, right? So now, what DRJ Susan? Well, the question we start out with is: Should we be more transparent? And Carlos was commenting. What were you going to say, Carlos? That about transparency? Well, yes, we we have to be transparent. I mean. That's the whole reason that NAR got sued by the DOJ. But uh, why aren't it, we trans? What the question is is why aren't we transparent? To, aren't we, now? Aren't we I, transparent? Can you not see us through the computer? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, see, a lot of I really think, and then probably coming from the automotive industry, it just maybe if we tell the customer the truth or the clients the truth, it'll scare them away, or it'll try them to buy something cheaper or get you know, try to cut the commission on the buying side. So a lot of realtors are scared, in my opinion, realtors are scared of that. And so they're they're not gonna say that- They're scared of transparency? Yes. Okay, you do think that's the number one reason why they're scared of transparency? I, I have a different one. Yeah, I think that's the main reason is they're scared of transparency. How about Nate or- It affects or, their pay. Okay, oh, there you go. What oh. affects their pay? Yeah, hey. I, I was thinking, though, because he said they're going to buy a cheaper house and that would affect their pay. I was thinking it would affect their pay in oh, the no, amount of percentage of commission they could charge is exactly. where I was thinking that um, it was why they are afraid of transparency because the transparency. What the heck do you guys you haven't even talked about? Uh, uh, right. what, what, do you want to ask me? That's what I am doing. OK, what kind of what do you mean? Transparency? Well, what we're talking about in transparency in this case is. Um, because transparency has lots of definitions, but we're talking about can the consumer see what's going on in the real estate process from the comforts of their home, right? So let's walk through the different pieces of what is considered the real estate transaction and whether it's transparent or not. So can they see how many people showed their house online? Now, who's they? Because who's the seller? Okay, so a seller. So we're gonna start on seller side, right? Can they right. see the inquiries about they, their house? Can they see? I'm just talking in the beginning oh, yeah. of the like. Can so they, like, I mean, our our MLS software shares has like listing reports, listing activity reports, so we can share with our client. But I don't know that we can set up a reoccurring share. With okay, our right. But it's not the the, the, the idea of transparency would be is that they, they could see they could pull it themselves. Uh, Okay, well, that's like, so that's okay. not transparent. All right. So because it's behind the realtor, they can't pull it themselves. Correct. So right? the realtor controls whether those listing activity reports go to the seller or not. I think it's good. So let's say that you want to buy something and we'll go with one of those small websites out there. We'll go with Amazon. All right. Okay. Because on Amazon, you go there and you can see reviews. You can see what the last one sold for. You can see the competitor products all in one area and screen and you can get a pretty good feel and comfort level 
because you can look at other places. You can Hold see. On, but yeah, I'm gonna. I love this topic. Okay, buddy. we're going. We're going. So, in real estate, I can also see reviews, and I can also see comps, and I can also see what other homes are for sale. So you're saying no, 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 so not in one place. In one place. Oh. Okay, in one place. All right. I mean, the thing is, is but the challenge is, is the other thing is, is the realtor asked for the reviews, and in Amazon, the consumer store asked the the store asked for the reviews, and I'm just going to argue that that is that is the challenge. Number one issue I have with reviews and concerns is that it's funny because you know when you get to choose reviews you only pick the happy customers right when i ask for reviews yes i don't ask the pissed off guys you don't yes right it's called the net promoter score right like no oh oh, sorry that's not okay i'm sorry um but the point is is that i believe that most people because viewed by how many like because i mean give me an example i was looking up an agent that sold 500 houses and he had 21 reviews and they were all five stars and i was like that person, if they were if they were reviewing everybody, I thought should have had three to four hundred reviews. If we made it easy and accessible for people to just review, like to me, if 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 the broker sent it on, on every file and said, "Here's five questions, fill it out," I because you know what, because Zillow reviews our clients, and you know what, that score moves up and down regularly, and they're like, it's different, is it not? Yeah, well, that's why we use the MP. You mentioned NPS score. We use the NPS score to know what the real number is. Correct. As opposed to the marketing number of ask, leave right. a review current, on Google, right. or leave a review on Zillow, okay, or so, leave a review on okay, this is at the Those end. are two different things, right? CSAT score is what you're talking about, whereas reviews is what you mentioned. Okay. I mean, I just meant when I used, I'm sorry, you're right. I used a big word review, and I was just meant is, um, what isn't going on today is the clients not being asked in every transaction by someone other than the a independent contractor, the independent contractor, so an alternative right. source and ma- making that public. Yeah. Right. We should have rate. We should have Bill Risser on our podcast. Well, there's rate my agent. That's what he's now the general manager in the U.S. We, for. I, I think maybe next week we'll talk to him because I mean, that's I'm where, curious if their product is going to go to all transactions as opposed to just you pick which one you want. The problem to. is, is that the companies um, need supporters and the challenges yeah. is that, well, I mean, here's why it's going to fix the industry. Here's why we're a proponent of transparency in the industry is because the current model of brokers recruiting agents is not in fan of re- getting a customer view on every transaction. True. Because if they. Okay. So in transparency in real estate, that's good because that's the topic for today. I'm sorry if I forgot to introduce the topic. Today, we're talking about how transparency, how transparent real estate should be. And agents, customer satisfaction scores should be more transparent. By tenfold. Like we're not even on the, we're not even. Actually, not just. Okay. So agents in the sense like their, their success should be more transparent. I think their success, like, because you can't- We should be able to look Carlos up and see how many deals he did. Right, do you want to ask me why that doesn't happen today? 
Why doesn't that happen today, Jack? Well, I'm glad you asked, Phil. Is <laughs> <laughs> because hold on, Carlos is coming. Uh, oh, oh, I see your cup, Carlos. Nice. Right. Oh, you got but one. You know what, man? Mine says Grand Canyon on it. I don't know what yours says. <laughs> yeah, mine's not. That so those at home, they're comparing their cups because we also launched this on um, Zoom, YouTube, YouTube. Yeah. and and if you want to watch it live, you can. Where do they subscribe? To join our, uh, so you, we do a live studio audience on Zoom, uh -huh. and if you want to join our live studio audience on Zoom, then you can go to cbock.com slash careers, and there's a sign up button on the okay. bottom. Okay, awesome, good deal. Cbock, yes, I b b a c h dot com slash yeah. careers. All right, so to me, it's clear that our I believe due to the. Um, the amount of realtors has almost doubled, meaning that like it used, it was 800, it was 800,000 realtors about seven or eight years ago. And now it's almost 1.5. So I'm going to just say roughly it's almost doubled while home selling has only increased by 20%. 25%. Yeah. 25% during that same time frame. So it would be, would it be fair, Phil, if I said that broker's job clearly is making sure that they recruit. Yeah, I think the word we've used before is they're agent-centric. Agent-centric. They don't want to do anything that makes the agent not look good. Right, but so when and you're recruiting- a lot yeah. of agents are new, you don't want to have that be obvious. Or if you didn't train them appropriately, you wouldn't want to review. You don't want that, that to be obvious, right? You don't want it to be obvious. Like, I'm so sorry, let's call it non-transparent. Not transparent. <laughs> yes, exactly. So, to me, the question is for maybe Commissioner Low is maybe we should put more pressure on the brokers to be more transparent as well. But it's you know, as long as nobody's complaining, then then the real uh, she's underfunded. So I'm not trying to pick on Miss Low. No, I mean, but we're trying. I have a question about it. How are we going to re regulate something like that as your broker? Let's say if I were to be a broker and my agent wouldn't be, quote unquote, have a good customer service score. Is there any sort of, um, I guess, incentive to get a better score? Yes. Yes. If it's public. Yes. Yes. Right. So if you're if I come on to your brokers, like like the CBOC team, for example, well, I mean, yeah, website. Well, hold on one second, Carlos. Let me finish this thought. On our website, cbock.com, which we're going through a, a reiteration of our agent page, because now that we've got 80 agents on that page, I need to promote the agents that are doing an outstanding job for clients. How do I know if they're doing an outstanding job for clients? I have to survey every single one of the transactions that comes through our team. Every single one of the transactions that they do, I get their contact information, I follow up and I ask them one question. The one question, the NPS score. How like on a scale of one to 10, how likely are you to refer us to your friends and family? And then whatever that number is, it turns into an average. Right now our average is 9.45, which is outstanding as a team as a whole right? But if I don't put the individual score for the agents on their profiles, then you're right. There's no incentive. We've got to put them on blast. I mean, Carlos, because we know that our business has increased because we have more Zillow reviews. We know that the customer cares about the stars. Just like, well, let me ask you a question. When you go to Amazon, I, I was trying to buy some sneakers for my son and the sites that had 
two stars versus five stars, it was weird. I just didn't use them anymore. Yeah. Right. Like I just, I like, I, I did not until they got at least four and a half stars or more from the reviews. I didn't do it. But if it's public and you don't get a chance to change it or exclude the ones that you want to, like Yelp does or whatever, right? Like they exclude reviews that they, yeah. So then if you have bad, okay, well, then if you have two stars, how do you actually get to, and nobody wants to work with you because you have two stars, how do you improve that if nobody wants to work with you? You join the CBOC team to learn how to treat the consumer right. I love that answer. Oh, I was going to go if they with... just If they just listen to Jeff and Phil... Amen, brother. Amen, brother. Uh, well, here's here's my issue. I come from the automotive industry, and you know, seeing service advisors whose pay is based upon their CSI score. You're going right where I was going. CSI is customer service index score. How satisfied, quote unquote, the customer is. Their pay is based on that. So if a customer comes in and is disgruntled because of something that the service advisor couldn't control, they bash them on CSI and then their their pay is 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 affected like by 20%. It's ridiculous. So in the end, it turns into a I better suck up to this customer or else I'm not going to get my 20%. From and that 20% is off of their normal pay. So they get paid. Yeah, but you you use the word suck up to the customer. And I would, I would change those words because that has a negative connotation to provide an outstanding level of customer service. Well, I mean, that's the thing. Like I've, I've, seen, I've seen advisors that provide the best service ever. And it's not, it's not that they're sucking up. It's just that the, the, the customer was disgruntled for something that the advisor... But let's talk about real estate. I love his example. I, but I, real estate's different because... We can control the a lot of the process I because we're getting reviews and we know that because we're asking it that you can score high if you do a great job. Okay, so in trend being transparent in real estate, because uh, we're talking about real estate agents right now, we, like, haven't, we haven't even, even gotten, gotten into, into the, the transaction. Like, yeah, like, but I'm going to take us on one level, one level deeper. Thank you. Is it too hard? Like, if I have going to be a six week series, absolutely, it is. This is how the real estate agent transparency, not real estate transaction. If I have two out of, if I, if my score, if my MPS score is bad and it's public that it's bad, my, the, the way that I could get my customer or people to still want to work with me is by price. So then if I had a public NPS score, should I also have a public commission that I charge? Well, no, because I'll, if you're a buyer's agent, you're, you're splitting the commission from the seller's agent anyway. Here goes the oh boy oh boy we're oh, in the deep yeah. now we're, we're in the deep no. now well Carlos this is the challenge and this is why leader is suing um, all the lead brokers is because they're guaranteeing commission for people doing bad service and that's why we need transparency it, and it's gonna ha- and it has to come I mean but I think. I mean, do you want to go down this rabbit hole longer or do you want to talk no, about the, the, the DOJ, the DOJ lawsuit where they were just talking about making the buyer broker commission rate, right? Like, cause to me, I mean, do you like, do you want to go deep on that? Or do you want to like, no, let's, let's go DOJ. Huh? DOJ. DOJ. Okay. Yeah. So the DOJ sues NAR and says, 
you and they and they settled that, right? Well, they settled that with for today. Anyway. I would, I mean, to me, you know, the question is, is were they researching? Were they talking to the right people and researching? Because I, I didn't love their. Uh, I mean, here's the thing: is, is here's DOJ what, is, it, it affects a lot of people. So they they started small with them, in my opinion, and that is just, um, it's not fair to the buyer. Okay that they can't see how much their agent is getting because the DOJ feels that if the buyer knew how much the buyer agent is getting, because the problem- Then it would be more fair? Well, the, no, less. the problem is, is that the realtors, because they've been doing it for a hundred years, started saying, because the money was guaranteed, that it was the big word that we're no longer allowed to use starting in 30 days, 40 mm. days, F, F word. The F word. Four letter F word. Four letter F word. F-R-E-E free. Yeah. And I'm guilty of it myself. Like that was, I made my hay as a buyer's agent. And I shouted that at the tops of my lungs. Mm. Even when I was new, I'm like. You don't have to pay. You don't. Yeah. The, actually, I didn't say you didn't have to pay. Because oh. I always knew that the buyer is paying it because they're buying the house. And they're paying the full value of the house and my commissions in it. Therefore, it. The, but the point is, is that's not transparent to all buyers. Right. Because they're told it's the seller's commission being paid. Which is why it's a shell game, because. Are we unclear that the buyer's the leader said, no, 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 no. You're inflating my. Cost of my house and now I'm paying mortgage interest on it so it is affecting my and that's the one i think that's going to come home to roost because i i actually kind of see that line of thinking yeah. but to let's go back to the doj the doj just said the realtors okay i thought it was two things it was one you have to make the buyer broker fee so that they know that there's a fee included. Visible. Visible. It, it had never been transparent at the search process. And they say that, yes, now it has to be transparent. Because J.B. Sinnott said, and I he said it was visible in his... In Seattle. And I went out to Zillow and I looked and I didn't see commission. Right. So I don't know what he meant by transparent. Like in Maybe. the state of Texas, we're in a non-disclosure state. So... What does you that mean? Non-disclosure. You don't even have to. You don't. You don't publish what you sold your property for. Like if you look in Zillow and you look under mine, all the properties that I've sold does not have a price of what I sold them for. That was when it used to be a Republican state, right? Interesting. <laughs> yeah. So in Texas, as a seller, you don't have you MLS. Sell, not only on the MLS. You can't oh, find so taxes. Huh? Taxes aren't based taxes. The Hold taxes on. On Zillow, it doesn't say the prices? Sold it price. tells you the, the sales price, but it doesn't tell you the set, the sold price. Oh, the listing price, you mean? It tells Only you the, the listing, listing price, price, but it does not, not tell you the sold price. for price. Nor does the tax records, the public tax records? Nope. The public tax, it's, it's, Texas is a non-disclosure state, so a tax assessor, appraiser, comes and appraises your home. And then that's where that's how your taxes are based. If you release your sales, your your set the price that you sold your home for to to the <coughs> county, then they'll base it off of that. But you don't have to tell them. 
Texas is a non oh, depends on what the appraiser appraises the house. So, for. Carlos, are you aware of any other states that are non-disclosure states? Is anyone else on the podcast that they're in a non-disclosure state? So back to the non-disclosure state. Idaho's non-disclosure as well. Idaho, thank you. Who, any others? I'm going to have to look that up. That's a new term to me. I've heard the term. I just didn't know that that meant they didn't. Not Non-disclosure is a big word. I didn't realize that was about price. Interesting. All right. Oh, and uh, so as far as our contract, on the last page of the contract, where it states the broker on the buying side and the and the selling or the listing side and the selling side, on the very bottom it says how much the cooperating broker slash the buying the buyer's broker is getting paid. Yeah, For ours too. But the challenge is, Carlos, is that's at the end. You've already got your mortgage. No, this is during the negotiation when you make the offer. This is a um, he said the contract, not yeah, the settlement. When you're making the offer. Oh. I misunderstood. Thank you. Offer. Oh, you get to say what you're getting paid. Nice. Is there any Throw contestation it. about that? Never. Do you get to make that number up or do you just pull that number from the MLS? It's uh, here in our, in our, uh, in our MLS or in, in our associate AR, it's half of the listing commission. Automatically. Automatic. What? Interesting. Oh, because in our state, you get to choose which one you, what you offer. You get to choose what you Freaking liberals the here in the seller, The seller technically chooses, but the agent fills out the contract and puts a number in there and then the seller signs be, it. It has to be greater than zero. Uh, yeah. Right. right. Yeah. Interesting. A whole number greater than zero. Yeah. The, but yeah. it's weird because 90 I mean, yes, the listing, the, the, listing, numbers. the listing says how much it really, it, it says like we have an agreement, so we have to fill it out as half, regardless. So no if wonder you were to list without NAR, without uh, the MLS, then you can adjust whatever you want. So if now, you take, I know, if you, wait, now I know why Carlos was so excited about this topic is because his state is even less transparent than ours, <laughs> right? Like they don't have, they don't, they don't share sales price with that information. Do you think that they should? Hell no. I want you knowing how much I paid for my property. No, you don't want to know how much they paid for the house. Interesting. Do you think that we should publicly share what the how co-broke do you, is? How do you run comps? What the co-broke is. He has the MLS. MLS has the data. Not public. MLS, yeah, has, MLS the data. has the data. So you run the so how is that? MLS. How is that not public? Like, I'm just like, so we only give it to the realtors? Like, yeah, they're licensed with the state. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So our drivers. <laughs> That's why we only let those people drive cars. <laughs> I'm I'm he's stuck. I'm, you 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 have you've almost speechless. Wow. You know, I feel I feel like so Ben rare. Crane. What's his name? Ben the the guy that's on TV. Anyone? Anyone? Ask anyone? Ben Crane? Is Any, it uh, Ben? I don't know. Ben, ben Stein. Ben Stein. Anyone? Ben Stein. Anyone? Shut up. Yeah, <laughs> Maybe you guys should open up Ben Stein. Ben, I, I don't know. From Ferris Bueller. Wasn't he the teacher in Ferris Bueller? Ben yes, Stein? he was. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Anyone? anyone? Bueller. 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 All right. <laughs> okay. Okay. So now we think that Idaho and Texas, should they have to disclose sales price? What do you think, Jeff, on our topic of transparency? Because we're, we're, we were coming and talking commissions. I, I'm I yeah I um I I'm just thinking that now that Texas is more democratic that's going to change is what I was like because I can't how is that 
All right, let me go a different. Let me go a different route with transparency. I mean, let's we'll talk about the other forty-eight states since it's not the nah, majority. Probably more, because I, I know that on some of the things that we were researching, it it, it talked about non-disclosure states. I, I, I just know we're not that. I'm. You can tell we're not a, a law firm, you know, here because. Yeah. So, all right. What next, states are non-disclosure states? He's asking Surrey right now. Twelve. Twelve. All right. Good. I, Google. We're good to move on. Yeah. Moving on. Alaska, Idaho, Kansas, Louisiana, Mississippi, Missouri, Montana, New Mexico, North Dakota, Texas, Utah, and yeah, the Republican, you know. <laughs> Strike? <laughs> yep. All right. So next topic, do you think that the offers for a house from the, like the buyers, when a buyer makes an offer on the house, do you think that other buyers should be able to see that? Say that again. When a buyer makes an offer on a listing, let's let's say that there's a house that's listed for $100,000 and I'm a buyer and I offer $100,000. Do you think that other buyers should be able to see that's what I offered before it's accepted? Sure. What about you, Carlos? No. Ah, I love debates. Okay, ding, ding, ding in this corner. We got Carlos coming out of Corpus Christi, Texas. Former Navy Coast Guard, 17 years in the service. Thank you very much for it. No, he does not think that buyers should be able to see other buyers offer. And in this corner, we have Jeff Seabuck coming out of Penn State, Pennsylvania, in the real estate business for 18 years, runs a team of this $276 million, has even been, has even looked at online bidding platforms that do offer transparency. Says, yes, we should allow them to see. Why? Yes, Jeff. Because I am a consumer first realtor. Why? No, Carlos. Because it will just drive the price of a property up and with no control. Okay, before I get into both of the things that you guys just said, we're going to take a quick commercial break and we're coming back. This one is hot. We got a cliffhanger today, Adam. Are you an agent in the Phoenix metro area looking to join an elite team to help expand your business to the next level? Agents that apply our strategies grow their business by an average of 300% in their first year with the CBOC team. If you're interested in learning more about our leads, training, and marketing strategies, visit cboc.com slash careers today. That's S-I-B as in boy, B as in boy, A-C-H dot com slash careers. And now back to the solution. Thank you for coming and staying with us for that. What good, our commercials are getting better. I, I mean, man, solid. So when we left you, we had Jeff Seabach in one corner that said that we should have Disclosure, we should have transparent offers because it's consumer first. But then Carlos said, no, nah, it'll drive the house of the, the price of the house up. Really? It'll drive the price of the house up if they can see it? Carlos, I, you got to help me understand that. Well, I mean, you'll get you'll get a person who can actually come in and let's say, let's let's give the $100,000 example. Okay. And someone who can pay up to $200,000, but they want that house. And then you have your consumer who can pay maybe pay at most 110. If you make that visible, it, it's not an even playing field. So the people who can come in will keep on paying more and more and more for those properties. So that property will keep your, the value will keep, will go up uncontrollably because I can just flex my, you know, flex my cash. Whereas you have a regular Joe 
out of the Joe office. Okay, hold on. I, 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 I got a question for Carlos. So um, how do you determine the sales price, Carlos? With of any house that you sell, how do how is the sales price determined? Based on the market, based on the CMA that I get. No, no, I'm talking about like at the at, at, like when when people ask me, well, how do you, Jeff, know what you're going to sell it for? I give them an answer. How would you answer that question, Carlos? When you're representing me, I have a house, 1,200 square feet or 1,800 square feet in Corpus Christi, Texas. It's one level. It's got a pool. It's close to the lake. And, um, you know, what is it going to sell for? How, do, how, do, how are we going to decide price, Carlos? We're going to decide price based on the sales prices that are around the homes in the same area uh, that are within three years of the age of your home. So then I'm just going to list the price at whatever I list and all buyers are just going to pay that price? If I mm -hmm. list it for like, all right, so what are the current sales? 330, 340? Here? 220. Okay, 220. All right. So but then I can just do what you're saying is I because I can just list it at any price and it's going to sell. No, you got to list it at the price of the comps and then I'll, oh, wait, you're saying that he's got to find somebody that's willing to pay that price. That's what I wanted him to say. Oh, I'm helping you out today, Carlos. Because, uh, well, to me, it, uh, with my minimal experience, Selling houses, twenty five hundred transactions. Little, maybe give or take a couple, right? Okay. Like I would say that um, I've had people pay over, be, and, and that happens, and that's okay. Like uh, the thing is, is over it, what the value of the property is. Absolutely, actually, yeah. I think all of the people that bought this month paid over the value of the property. Okay. Yeah. I mean, technically it becomes the value when that happens and well, that's a different conversation, but the reality is, is a house sells for what a buyer will pay and the seller will accept. That's how we come to the sales price. Yeah. What so a, what a buyer will pay and the seller will accept. That is how we come to a sales price. And it's just the state's decision and non-disclosure state to reveal that to the public. Um, it's, I'm amazed that that's, so, I mean, that's, I, a, that's a, not, that's a different kind of law and this happens to fall into it. it. It's not a real estate specific law. I don't believe. No, but I think, I mean, just in this, because of this topic right here, Carlos, you said that they'd come in at 200,000 and that other person couldn't pay that, but that doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. Oh, it doesn't. I mean, it's, it's, a, it, it's an excuse, it's the, but you the know, debate because we have people, we've got multiple, offer situations and we have agents that it can be very aggressive and they call us and they go just tell me where i need to be to win just tell me what i need to put on the contract to win just tell me what the number needs to be right adam yep. and, and Phil, then, what is what what would what if you got to talk to each of those people what would you say in representing your seller i would say representing the seller i would say oh, oh okay mr agent so you want me to tell you the minimum number needed that you can buy the house for and then you would pause and wait yeah, for them to I answer? would wait to hear what they said. Well, yeah. Okay, cool. Now, does that sound ridiculous that that's what you're asking me, who's representing the seller, to tell you what the minimum number would be? Yeah. But that's what they're saying. But that's what that's exactly what they're saying. Yeah, right. Like, tell me the, the lowest number that I can pay for the house, Phil. Because there's a term in our industry called highest and best. Right? Correct. Not 
Give me thousand dollars more than the next guy. Oh, give me a dollar more. Don't than, give me a dollar more yeah, than the last guy. Right. Give me what your highest number so is that you saying, would be willing to pay. So then anyone that answers that question essentially is breaking their fiduciary duty to their seller. Unless the seller instructed them to disclose all offers to the other side, but that just doesn't happen very often. I've never, I've never, yeah, not, I mean, if ever, no, they only say to do it if it benefits me, the seller, right? The seller yes. says, if you think it benefits me to disclose it, then I think you should disclose it. Right. Right. As long as they're not with the same broker and all that stuff. So, yes. All right. But the, cause the point is, well, I don't know what, where so are we that, going? Was, that was just the offer price because right. transparency has a lot of different pieces, right? It's a very complex topic. Though. Okay, wait Clearly. a minute. I got a transparency question. What? And maybe we have to wrap it up with this last one because we're 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 coming back next week to pick up on the things that we missed because there's a lot on the table still. Do you think that referral fees should be transparent? Um. So if I have, to I don't pay want hate mail. So I don't want to answer how I feel. Oh, all right. Well, then let's put it out to the audience. This is why it's good to have a studio audience. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Did yes. I say well, Carlos was Nate from Nate or Kevin? Let's uh, get Nate or Kevin to participate. Or Lucy. How about Lucy? Should referral, referral fees. fees, meaning if you're getting a referral fee, like, because we, I have one now where an agent from EXP out of Michigan referred me to his dad's house and his dad's moving. And should the, should it be... Is you're saying transparent? Does that mean on the HUD or that means on the web transparent? I'm good with either. But one. should somebody know should. outside of the parties that are receiving the money, right? Like, I'm not, the, well, let me let me do it a different way. What about when uh, when I I saw a commercial on TV last night for a company called Homelight, and it says Homelight said that it's free to go see the top agents to figure out who we want to work with. Free to the public. It's free to see who the top agents are. So I go to Homelight and I look to see who the top agents are. And I say, yep, that's the top agent that I want. And now that agent calls me and I get to work with that agent. And it's awesome. But then come to find out down the road that that agent owed Homelight 35% of the commission they charged me for that service. Oh boy. If we want a cliffhanger, this is the one for next week. I mean, I, I don't know. Uh, Should that be transparent? Well, I would like to, you know, to me, I, 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 there's a lot on this one. I don't know that we can wrap up with, I mean, that's a, we that's a 40 minute conversation. Okay. That right. one, right? right? Like I, we, I don't want to short people. So what you're saying is, cause I, when you were thinking referral fees, I was thinking realist because a lot of people refer deals out of state. Hopefully, if Carlos ever has a buyer in Arizona, he may think of you or I. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Right? You like, got to go like more of his Instagram posts, Jeff. Oh, okay. <laughs> so it's going to go to you. Okay, good deal. All right. But, but the idea is that that is what is the backbone of the industry. And I know a lot of agents that really work on trying to just get oh. these fees. But the challenge is they're not transparent. But to me, I think because it does not change the buyer's price they have to pay would be the argument that because it's not, but it actually does because I can't discount for my client when I have to pay a, a, referral, fee. a referral fee. I'm not, I, it handcuffs me. Oh. Because now maybe you don't buy the home warranty. Well, well, it put, maybe well no, don't. but it puts me in a very difficult position. This is why we're going to have to leave it here. We're going to have to pick it up next week because, 
you know, when I'm paying what, what just that site and other sites charges a 35% referral fee. And now that comes out of my commission and my, because the thing is, is Redfin says on theirs is that they'll credit somebody back on the listing side, one and a half percent commission. So now, I mean, it's just, so that's transparent. That is transparent. Yeah. Right. That, that is transparent. Or We're, sometimes Relo also transparent. Sometimes the, the people that are going through reload know that you've got to pay that company. The listing person may know that they're being paid. The buyer's agent doesn't know the, right. they don't see it. It's not transparent to everybody. True. Some people know, True. True. but that's the, that's the thing is, is that I think we can conclude for today that clearly there is a lot of room for transparency and we'll pick it up next week. Thank you, Carlos. Thank you, studio audience. Kevin, Nate, Lucy, we see you. We appreciate you. Yes, yes. So Thank to me, I whether think, you like us or not, yes. you should go leave us a review so that our quality of content is transparent to other people out there. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Peace be with you. Bye-bye.